All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Thoughts for Your Thoughts podcast. I am your host today, Jessica, with my co-host, Ben, and our special guest, Nathan. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a lot in store for you today. Is that where I go? Is that me? (laughs) Is that... (laughs) Good lead-in, Jess. Thank you for for that nice transition. Folks, we wanna we wanna thank you for being back for our fourth episode. Uh, really, we're back because you asked for it. Uh, we have exploded in downloads, uh, seemingly overnight, um, not just in our state, uh, but across the country. We are popping up Texas, uh, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, all these places. Not just in the states, though. We are now an international podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to our fans in Australia. Uh, And if you're listening from Algeria or France, go ahead and uh, either follow us at uh, TFYT podcast on Instagram and Twitter, or send us an email at thoughtsforyourthoughts at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to know how you even discovered that we existed. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, We don't have any connections personal connections in algeria or france so yeah some of these i know like i i know that jason uh from australia he's the one that i i was asking about my audio problems that i've been having again sorry audience for the terrible quality audio i've been having but thank you for encouraging us to each download on our own or record on our own computers so that we can upload and have better quality audio. So I, I know I know that that was Jason in Australia that that is responsible for that statistic. Yeah, but again, no idea on who's uh, who somehow found this podcast in either Algeria or France. So if you're still listening, uh, again, please send us an email. Let us know how you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, I believe that is all that i had to share for statistics all right well we just got some letters we just got some letters we just got some letters and i wonder who they're from (laughs) jessica do you want to start us out no nathan was gonna start okay oh i start we'll go with nathan then um so we received this email on november 24th this is uh the title is regarding episode two discussions uh the the email reads I remember going to what is now the Discount Theater, which if you'll remember, folks, we discussed that back in episode 2, GGWA. Uh, It's the local Discount Theater. I remember going to what is now the Discount Theater to see The Adventures of Elmo in Grouchland. Vividly. It came out in 1999, so it must have been only two. Also, the scene in episode 2 where Anakin goes on his rant about sand is (laughs) is one of the most intolerable scenes of any film for me. Regards, and that is from my lovely wife, Haley. Haley, thank you for your continued support on the podcast and your contribution to this this episode. They, they, yeah, they, thank you for tolerating this because um, we, we hardly tolerate it and we're the ones making it. Okay, so the next letter we got just a day later on the 25th. This one's from Tanner. He said, hello. Number one, I would rather bang my head against the wall than listen to 21 Pilots. Number two, 
Nathan really is the Amy Schumer of the group for how he's stealing jokes. Crazy. I don't I don't know where he got that from. But Amy Poehler, <laughs> or sorry, <laughs> Amy Schumer. Amy, Amy Poehler, wow. We're bringing Amy Poehler into this? You know what? Don't this you dare sell her name. took a wild turn. Sorry. Uh, Amy Poehler was on my mind Get because right. of a casting... Uh, later in the later in the podcast when we were thinking about casting new character for a movie we're going to talk about sorry anyway number three he said employee of the month is a trash movie now when i read this i got very confused but then i realized that i wasn't confused at all that it was actually tanner that's confused what you're experiencing with us folks is a classic tanner moment now even though we've known the guy he's he's a 21 pilots hold on listener denier (laughs) and he does not know quality when he sees it hold on i'm not sure english is his first language (laughs) all right we i've known him since he was maybe four something like that we're nearing two decades of knowing each other i've never heard him speak another language or his or his family speak another language other than english but at this point i am questioning it so let me explain what happened tanner uh, you were thinking about the 2004 Employee of the Month. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about 2006, which stars Dane Cook, Dax Shepard, Jessica Simpson, and Efren Ramirez. All right, so you were thinking of the one with Matt Dillon and Christina Applegate. Uh, you're bad, I guess. Anyway, uh, as far as it that, 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 that clarifies things. Movie, um quite a bit um, rotten tomatoes will have to agree with you on that it has an 11 percent and a 52 percent audience score compare that to 2006 movie the one we were talking about which has a 20 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 53 percent uh audience score but you can't just go off of that that nine percent makes all the difference sometimes people are a little harsh on that website so let's go to the google user dislike ratio so 83 percent of people that watched the 2004 liked it but 2006 dane cook's employee of the month had an 85 percent so 2006 really on all fronts beat 2004 so i'm glad to clear that up for you tanner i know you're listening and thank I, you for the I, submission I'm glad that we can clarify that confusion I, I i couldn't have lived with myself if he thought we were talking about the 2004 employee of the month yeah, yeah, you're a lifesaver, Jessica. Thank you for clearing that up. I just want to uh, say something quickly in regards to point one in this email, uh, which is, uh, that's pretty bold words for the one person that I know that's been to a 21 Pilots concert. I think he's been to more than one, actually. He may he may need to clarify this point, but I'm <laughs> do. If you want to send in an email and clarify and defend yourself, He has seen ahead. 21 Pilots on two occasions. I, I could be wrong, but I... I feel good about that statement. I'm not going to go back and listen to the first three episodes to see what jokes I stole, so I will concede. Oh, that I point. I haven't listened to any episode. Yeah. I've just been told that my audio quality is complete trash. Hopefully, hopefully it's better this episode. I expect it to be much better. Uh, speaking of previous episodes, in episode one, I vaguely referenced. A file on a computer relating to Vin Diesel. I know that made absolutely no sense to any of our listeners. Ben, could you please clear that up for them? Okay. So, here's what happened. I 
was given the task of showing a slideshow, a photo slideshow at a memorial service uh, for a family member. This slideshow used just the most awful, it sounds like it was something that would play at a, uh, a Chinese food restaurant, uh, background music, royalty free, I'm guessing. We're not racist. Um, no, no, I love I love Chinese food and that song called I Love Chinese Food. But um, it was just awful. So at that time, uh, Sir Sir Vincent Diesel had had just uh, released uh, his his new single, uh, Feel Like I Do. And out of just a moment of inspiration, I chose to replace the music in that slideshow with Sir Vincent's single. And it made it so much better, especially since this family member had begun experiencing different memory issues over the years. So he says, I don't know you, but I feel like I do. That lyric just fit perfectly to who who this person was and i mean just just in general i mean his, his singles they they sound like randy newman in the club but you can't say that you're not enjoying yourself while you're listening to his music it is auto-tuned to death but it, it just it just brings a smile to your face if you're having a rough day ben what was the name of that slideshow by the way that was sent to you um I felt a little awkward having this file on my computer, um, but it was daddy.ppt. <laughs> so, yeah, because it, it was made by one of his children. But, yeah, the again, the music choice. Had I gotten my way, I would have played that if I thought that there would be no repercussions. I still improved the, the slideshow. I adjusted the timing. I adjusted the size of the images so they fit the screen so that people watching could actually see the person that was represented in those photos. Um, even though I didn't get my way uh, getting to play that Vin Diesel track alongside that slideshow, I, I still feel like I did a good job. I still have not listened to any of Sir Vincent's couple. He's got two tracks out now, right? Oh, you yes, you must. I mean, the the first time you listen to them, you'll say, "What am I listening to? This sounds like two different songs playing on top of each other, and not like a good mashup." But the more you listen to it, the more it just sinks in and it becomes part of you. Because I mean, as Vin Diesel would say, it's all about family, and that's what he becomes. I want to give a quick shout out to Jackie, who just posted in our uh, Discord server asking if we're recording episode four right now. So, Jackie, thank you for your continued uh, listenership. This one's for you, buddy. All right, let's get into And some... right now, um, we are not offering invites to, to the Discord, but that, that may change in the future. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Oh, one other, one other important point I do want to bring out is that this is... Um, most likely our final episode that will be on SoundCloud. Um, I do see that most people have transitioned over to downloading the episode uh, from basically any podcasting service that you've heard of. 
Um, there are several that I have not heard of that we enabled support on. Uh, but I did notice that as of this recording, there were six people that had listened to episode three on SoundCloud. And just wanted to let you know that if you do not choose a podcast service to listen to these, uh, we are running out of our free space on SoundCloud. And even though I keep getting emails about a 40% off deal for uh, SoundCloud Unlimited, um, it's still expensive. So we're just going to stick to these other services for the time being, unless we have a diehard SoundCloud fan that wants to donate over $100 for a year's worth of uh, SoundCloud Unlimited. So, let, yeah, we can, we can move on. I just wanted to make sure that that got brought out. Okay, so getting into just a couple updates. I just had one. I wanted to update you on the CEO of Holes. Oh, what day is he on? Well, basically, I just wanted to let you guys know that he has changed his account name to holes tiktok so you will not be able to find the ceo of holes but in my heart that is what he will always be let's see what day he's on you you you, you better not um I, I i hope that he doesn't get taken down by the makers of holes having that official holes tiktok account oh by the way he recently reached he he follows 420 people he got 69,000 likes and, uh, oh no, 69,000 followers and, uh, over a million likes. So he's, he's living and he's on day 95 of watching holes. So that's my update. What, uh, Nathan, go for yours. New, new, new GGWA Intel coming from HQ. Uh, fam, fam, this is uh, this is an update. I <laughs> posing as Norma Jean Stitz on Facebook recently got in contact with Myrna. Uh, what follows is a transcript of uh, our messages. I said hello, Myrna. I hope this message finds you well. I'm not sure if you remember me. We emailed a few times in March of 2018, and I tried to join your group, but we lost touch. I'd like to join the Facebook group if possible. I believe there was mention of a membership fee. I'd be happy to send the money to the PayPal. Please do let me know. And the next day I received a, a reply from Myrna. She said, good morning, Norma. It, it's nice to hear from you. At this time, due to COVID, we have not been a very active group. We took a hiatus for safety reasons and we plan to regroup in January. We noticed that most of the members preferred not to get together in groups. So uh, good, on, good on GGWA for being uh, conscious of, of uh, safety. She asked, are you from the area? Let's keep in touch, and after the holidays, our directors will regroup and determine how we can move forward. I replied, okay. good morning, Myrna. Thank you for reaching back out. It's nice to hear that the group has been taking precautions in regards to COVID. Uh, being at higher risk, I've also been careful in limiting my contact. Yes, I live in uh, As I mentioned previously, previously, the last time we talked, you did say something about a free t-shirt being included with the membership fee. Could that be mailed out to me? It would be a nice little gift to myself. Uh, she said, absolutely. <laughs> she said, absolutely. Send me your address and I will mail it to you. <laughs> Hopefully this COVID will disappear soon and we can meet in person. Be safe and healthy. So I can uh, confirm that Myrna will in fact be shipping out one 
Grandma's Gone Wild Adventures t-shirt to uh, Norma Stitz's grandson, me. So, <laughs> uh, be on the lookout. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll post it on the uh, Instagram page once uh, that's arrived. Absolutely. Uh, what what size T-shirt did you request for Norma? That's what I'm curious about. Oh, a, a small, of course. Okay. Okay. Uh, that that might raise some red flags with her name being Norma. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I, I'm just saying. That's just a that's just a nice. They, they might start to catch on. <laughs> How would they catch on? What if we pretended I, like something happened to the shirt? And then we're like, hey, can we just, can we give you at cost and just pay for another one? <laughs> so, and we'll just do that a couple times so that we can all have one. Uh, I, guess, I, I imagine yeah. they may have more than one t-shirt. So, I mean, if they have some variations on the standard we'll t-shirt. We'll go to um, the return address and that, we will That would find be worth more. the cost. Okay, well, that's, I don't know that we'll do that. Um, but once we have the t-shirt, we can, you know, presumably make our own off of uh, Stitch Fix or, I don't know, whatever those, Octopus. It, I don't no, know, not, I not Stitch Fix. Oh. <laughs> Stitch Fix is a subscription service that will send you clothes that are, are custom chosen by a designer or a curator uh based on your personal measurements stitch fix is not a sponsor of this podcast but we are open to offers the website i was thinking of was custom inc also not a sponsor of this podcast but hit us up all right i think the time has come for my carl's jr review so let's give you guys some some background of how this all started nathan our special guest sent a picture of the new Monster Angus Thick Burger from Carl's Jr. and said, somebody needs to review this. I, of course, replied, ooh, she thick. Then Ben said, I will get, <laughs> I will get cholera if I eat that. <clears throat> and then Nathan said, my stomach would erupt like Mount Vesuvius, so it's decided, Jess, it's got to be you. I, of course, graciously took on the task. Now, let me tell you how I prepared. <laughs> Actually, well, no, no, you didn't. Do you want to say Do you want to say what you said to us first before you took on the task? Fine. <laughs> I said, what wimps? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll try it sometime before the next cast. And <laughs> Ben said... Okay, don't complain when you're stuck recording the podcast on the crapper. <laughs> and I, I said, I'm not you, Ben. I didn't inherit Dad's weak gut like you. Because I'm built different. Anyway. So here's how I prepared myself for, for this journey. I think I did the best you could. I, the day of, I woke up. I praised the Lord. Went to work. <laughs> I went to the gym, hit legs, then I took all of those good habits and I threw them in the trash. But I didn't leave. I stayed there at the trash and I sifted through it and I found a Carl's Jr. box with the monster burger in it. And that's where our story begins. So I went to the drive-thru and 
as I ordered, after I ordered, when my first heart attack of the day happened was before I even tried this burger. It was when I heard the price of it, which was ten fifty nine. Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Carl's Jr. is out here trying to be Red Robin, which it will never be Red Robin. Please stay in your fast food drive through lane, Carl's Jr. Anyway, so I got the burger, and I, I had a pleasant experience at Carl's Jr. overall. I read some reviews of the restaurant. They said that the staff was rude. I didn't have an experience like that. So I went to a Target parking lot, because I needed to go to Target after this, and that is the setting in which I ingested this burger. I took a video of it. I will be posting that alongside. You'll get to see the burger <laughs> before I ate it uh, at our next Instagram post. <clears throat> and then I, I alerted the boys in the group chat that I was starting to eat it. So as I was eating it, I felt kind of like oh, this is actually pretty good, kind of like an 8, 8 out of 10. And then uh, I remembered the price, <laughs> which took it down a notch. And then overall, there was just a little bit of a sweetness to it, I think from the bacon, and I wanted a little more savory flavor. The bacon could have been cooked longer and crispier. So I'm going to give that another point down. So that's bringing it down to about a 6. I will not be going out of my way to return to Carl's Jr. And God forbid, against my will, I find myself there again. And I'm really hungry. Ah, might as well go for another one. I will eat it again, but I'm not encouraging any of our viewers to go out of their way and purchase this burger, especially for the ridiculous price. I would like to know if I can use it as a tax write-off for a business expense. Not a business expense because we're not serious like that, but a business expense. I'll have to get in contact with my accountant. This includes... Oh, yeah. Then I said that I vanquished the monster. And Nathan said, did you die? To which I said, not yet. But if you don't hear from me, I blacked out in Target. Which, honestly, is an iconic way to go. I couldn't think of a more basic white girl way to go. Should have went through with it. I will say that that price tag is absurd especially since back in the day carl's jr launched an ad campaign for the six dollar burger now the six dollar burger is still on the menu however at the time that carl's jr launched this ad campaign they were merely calling the burger the six dollar burger and it did not cost that much they were making a joke about it saying that it was absurd for anyone to spend $6 on a burger, especially at a fast food establishment. And yet, due to inflation, the $6 burger, they're like, yeah, we still have it. But now it is actually $6. And so they have definitely lost their way. Shame on you, Carl's Jr. Shame on you and your family. Oh, and I was fine after eating it. <laughs> no problems. Business as usual. In this case, business as usual. Which, which is amazing. It's a, it's a miracle. You're like, you're like, um, uh, who was it, in the movie you're The like Saint, um, Val Kilmer. You're just like Val Kilmer. Thank you. All right. So that was my one burger review that I had. Uh, now we have a few reviews from Ben and Nathan. They went to go find some burger joint reviews in the states that 
are listening to us, so let's go over to them and which states were assigned to each of you. Um, I am responsible for uh, Australia and specifically in Australia, the region that I was uh, covering is actually in uh, Queensland. And then also I have a review from Arizona and then we have some from our local area, which will not be disclosed. I was assigned the beautiful states of Washington, uh, Nevada, and North Dakota. It, it pained him to say the state of Nevada's name properly. You could hear that in his pronunciation. Ben, do you want to kick us off? So, yeah, I will start with my first review. This is from a restaurant called Z Pickle. Uh, if you want to look up more information about Z Pickle, go to zepickle.com. Not a now, sponsor. Here is uh, just a little bit of information. Uh, there are f currently uh, five locations open. Uh, there is a future location coming soon. Every burger is topped with a pickle except for three. The two children's choices and the Pablo burger, which has a corn chip skewered in the top bun. And that, that burger in particular includes ground grass-fed beef, cheese, guacamole, queso, smoked jalapenos, corn chips, and the pickle sauce with the optional add-on of applewood smoked pulled pork for an additional $7 Australian, which is $5.11 US, which would bring the total to $25.50 Australian, or $18.62 US. And to be fair, this, this restaurant, when I, when I pulled up more information, it looks like a pretty nice place, you know? A, a pretty decent. I'd say it's a fancier version of Red Robin, honestly. But, you know, Jen, Jenny, she, she felt differently about this restaurant. Here's her review. She said, ordered some food, which wasn't even good. I got the 3 a.m. and the burger was way too sweet. The staff forced us to get chips and drink. Turned out to be pretty expensive. The total of our food was approximately $60 for two burgers, two drinks, and chips. Wasn't really pleased. The staff was quite rude and rolled their eyes. I don't recommend sitting inside as it's extremely dark and you can legit cannot see anything. The placing of it is a bit sketchy as we entered the back. It was underground, would not go here again. Now, the, inter the more interesting part of this review was the response from the owner. It says, hey Jenny, apologize you didn't like the 3 a.m. The staff forced you to get chips and drinks? Yeah, that's a new policy of ours where we arm all staff with a baseball bat and a knife. Our sales have almost tripled since we started. So, pretty, pretty sassy comeback. Oh, and, oh, you know what? I messed up on this one, but they brought out the fact that when I copied this, I it just says more. I didn't get the full uh, feedback the owner gave, but I do recall them saying something about, oh, and the fact that you could see the staff roll their eyes, even though 
It was extremely dark and you couldn't see anything. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, that... That, that, that was the gist of it. But I, I appreciate when the owner can come back and point out the ridiculousness of, of someone's review. So I, I, I found that one quite good. And really, when you look at uh, the pickle menu, we might actually come back to this. Uh, it looks like a awesome place to go if we were to actually be able to travel to Australia. We might go through and go th over some of the food choices. Some of them have some pretty interesting names and choose what we would eat if we had the option to go there. So Nathan, uh, bring bring us on to one of your reviews that you found. We're really running out of segments on this show. Uh, I neglected to, well, not neglected. I chose uh, not to look at any of these sit-down type restaurants. I, I went where the comedy could be found. I went to fast food restaurants, and I scoured the Evergreen State for for some for some of the best reviews I could find and one of them was at McDonald's at uh, in 5th Avenue in Seattle, Washington. This is from me myself and I. Uh, now there was an original there's an original review uh, posted but uh, Mr. me myself and I decided he wanted to post an update. So I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and read the update or er, yeah, the update first and then I'll give I'll give you guys the original post. He says Edit. Visit tonight has left me quite irate. So apparently the regular the regular COVID distance pickup window had closed. Upon going to the drive-through order window, the employee refused to take my order. Not just every other McDonald's location, but all fast food places that I've been to while the front counter is closed and only the drive-through open. It's been perfectly acceptable for pedestrians to walk through the drive-through windows. I've never been to a drive-through establishment that allowed you to walk up to the drive-through window, so I don't know about that, Mr. Me, myself, and I. Uh, continuing, either this location has different guidelines from every other franchise, or the employee was wrong regarding policy. Either way, because of the limited bus availability at the time, I had a 20-minute walk one way from downtown, and then return empty-handed, and my other late-night food options were no longer possible. Had I chosen to eat better food, I wouldn't be going to bed with an empty stomach. Thanks a lot, McDonald's. This is the lack of customer service that your business has long been associated with. You have left a bad taste in my mouth, and I will certainly be going to the other locations if I'm craving junk food if I return to a McDonald's after such a rude refusal of my business. Also, it would likely be wise to forward a note to this location's management that the guy working the first drive through window at 11.20 p.m. needs to keep his mask on at all times. Uh, skipping down, be thankful I wasn't an inspector, as that employee would be responsible for the location receiving a hefty fine. Incredibly disappointed. So here's a man who is just disappointed with McDonald's service. Uh, but his original post reads, Big Mac meal was perfection. The guy that handled my order was friendly and exceedingly prompt. Thanks and well done, staff. So, the duality of man, you might say. Ben, go ahead and uh, kick us off with our second review. Okay, well, on to um, my next location that I found. Uh, this is Lenny's Burger Shop in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, the first review comes from a user uh, by the name of Vinyl Scratch. 
It says, first time here, and my friends and I immediately got the worst attitude from the girl with glasses running the counter. All five of us immediately left. Definitely don't recommend and will never be coming back. The place also had the worst smell of feet. Are all the employees shoeless? And then another review from this location. This came from Billy. Uh, I'll leave his last name off. I, I don't want to in, embarrass Billy. He says, It was terrible. For the same price, I could have went to five guys. The brother and sister that works there were awesome people, very nice. I'm guessing he's talking about five guys, but honestly, I, I, I don't know. But if you know you like something, then just go to the places that you like. Don't 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 be that adventurous if you're that type of person that isn't open to trying something new. So that that's why I've got for Phoenix. If you have any opinions on Lenny's Burger Shop, uh, let it, let us know on the email. Nathan, back to you. All right, thank you, Ben. So uh, we've got quite a few listeners in Nevada. Um, so it, again, if you've got if you've got anything you'd like to share. Uh, with this experience or an experience you'd like to share at the Burger King in Carson City, Nevada, go ahead and write in. Uh, user Lisa had this to say: "I went to your store on the seventh. On the doors were a sign that said stores close, not professional. From the spelling, I walked in and she said we are closed, but took my order anyway. From what I know of your store, you are not that busy to freak out over your management walking out." I think they, they should have kept the store open. Wasn't that busy for them to close the doors. They could have left it open until the person that owned the place came. You guys don't get that busy for you to close the doors. I told the blonde lady that was there that they needed to add... <laughs> they needed to add a D to close. Very unprofessional. Young people working should have kept working until the owner got there to make more money for the establishment. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what... Uh, Lisa was trying to say here, I need a, I need a job more the willing to clean the place. <laughs> no reason to close the place at 7 p.m. because you had idiots that walked out and kept the keys. Keep the place going until owner comes. I'm not entirely sure what... I, I haven't been able to quite decipher what Lisa was trying to get across here, but she was apparently very upset that uh, the place closed at 7 p.m. on the 7th. You're tearing Burger King apart, Lisa. Ben, go ahead and give us your final review. You know what? I think that my my last review should actually be saved as our final one. So, Nathan, go, go on to your next one. Okay. All right. This one is from a McDonald's again uh, in Minote. Minote. Uh, that's M-I-N-O-T, North Dakota. Let Nathan know if he's butchering the name of your town. Yeah, go ahead. Send us an email. This is from Fred Word. So, off to a great start already. Fred Word. And this one kind of reads like, like a poem, in all honesty. Foreign man with funny accent. I think his name was Josh. Took my order and was very rude. Will not be coming back to see his face anytime soon. I tasted a spitball in my hamburger as well. Please be more cleanly next time. Saw an employee sneeze, and I puked. Made it here. <laughs> so thank you for your for your review, Fredward. Um, 
if you've ever been to the McDonald's in Minot, North Dakota, and you had a similar experience, let us know. Okay, so we'll move on to my my final reviews. Now, this is really the inspiration for this entire segment. Uh, I, re I remember we were looking just to see if a place was open when we were coming home. It was a holiday, and we figured we would check and see if, if KFC was open. Well, uh, while I was doing that, I stumbled across a reviewer for this KFC, and really, when I I looked at his entire profile of reviews, it was it was something amazing. This man's name is Jim, and he he loves going to fast food restaurants. Uh, I I actually have a selection of three different. Uh, fast food places that he reviewed actually four uh, I miscounted but uh, while some of these reviews are simply pictures of the sky with no no actual information written about the restaurant here are some of his excerpts uh, this one from Subway in all capital letters they have a great good sandwich and for Taco Bell Again, all caps. Very nice people love the food. Now, I think everyone listening to this while we are recording live would agree that Taco Bell, they have nice people, and we do love the food. Now, uh, can I jump we're... in here real quick? Okay, go for I it, just, I just want to say I went to Taco Bell the other day, and um, the lady got my order wrong. Um, but when I mentioned it at the window, she gave me a free burrito and asked that all I do was fill out a survey. So I went ahead and got home, took the got the receipt out of the bag, filled that out. And I want to give a shout out to, I don't remember her name, I, I really don't, but thank you for the free burrito. Okay. See, they are very nice people and we do love their food. So, I mean, we, we can totally agree with that with Jim. Now, one of, the, one of these that's really stood out to me, again, most of his reviews are in all capital letters. This one was from KFC. This was the first review that I stumbled across of Jim's. It said, me and my mom went to the KFC, and we tried to get the same thing all the time, but, frog face emoji, the manager of KFC always gets my order, not the way me, period, and my mom order. So, tray and get your food. They, you, what, ITB. Jim's world out. I, I feel like Jim may have had a stroke. I will say that Jim has not posted a Google review in over two years. Um, we worry about you, Jim. If you're listening, please reach out to the podcast our email. But to keep things on trend with uh, choosing uh, burger places specifically, I will end mine with his review of McDonald's. Again, all caps. They, spelled T-H-A-Y, were not that good. The food was cooked too long, two with only one O. They, again spelled T-H-A-Y, they didn't take my order the way I told them even the manager got my food wrong. R-O-N-G, wrong. A man with strong opinions, strong emotions, 
and I mean, if if you're still out there, that is great, Jim. But if not, Jim's world out. <laughs> All right, is it time to talk about PBT? Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Paul Blart 2. PBT. Is a... It's not the name of the podcast. Uh, the name of the podcast is Till Death Do Us Blart. And it has been going on for six years, I believe it was. Since 2015. 2015 uh, the description for the, bod- the, the podcast... Um, it says the creators of My Brother, My Brother and Me and The Worst Idea of All Time review the film Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every Thanksgiving from now until the end of linear time. They may never yield. They may never be freed. This is their curse. This is their podcast. And she's gone. And they're both gone. This, this is chaos theory. Sorry, minor interruption. I need to make dinner, so let's cut this out, but we need to wrap this up quickly. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, Speaking about uh, Till Death Do Us Blart, I uh, listened to... This year's episode was a director's commentary, and I carried my burden. I watched the film live at the same time I I was listening to the podcast. I was the psychopath that they described listening to the podcast but not watching the film. (laughs) um i i yeah i don't know what possessed me to do it this year but i did it uh Haley was sat next to me for about 75 percent of the film not listening to the podcast just watching the movie straight and that was the bravest thing i've ever seen pretty you know it's it's the one bright spot in this year of 2020 was that podcast i'm gonna go ahead and give that uh the same review i do every year which is a 10 out of 10 now, the a couple of questions I pitched to everyone, they brought out a few different titles that they thought could work for Paul Blart 3, if it were to happen, uh, such as The Garden of Contemplation. Uh, but I asked uh, everyone else here to come up with their own titles for Paul Blart 3. What did you come up with, Nathan? I came up with Paul Blart Mall Cop 3 world war blart okay jessica what what did you come up with i came up with paul blart 3 armed and fabulous which is a direct ripoff from miss congeniality 2 armed and fabulous but hear me out sandra bullock's character in that movie is called gracie hart hart and blart so can we combine Miss Congeniality and Paul and Mall Cop together? I think the congenial Mall Cops, Hart and Blart, Buddy Cop movie. That's what I'm going for. And his arming would be a holster that holds quarters, correct? To call the actual police? Sure. But we actually have Gracie Lou. Okay. Well, okay. Not Gracie Lou Freebush, but Gracie Hart, an actual FBI agent and a Mall Cop. Which they brought up her, uh, his daughter being an FBI agent and him crashing her party. Well, basically her whole operation. So I think this is another way that we can get a fantastic actor, Sandra Bullock, in the movie with him, Hart and Blart. I, really, I was really proud of myself okay. when, I, when I came to that realization. 
so for me, there there was really two titles that I came up with. Uh, the first one would be Kevin James' attempt at a murder mystery style Adam Sandler movie where he's purely using this so he can travel. Uh, Paul Blart 3, International Mall Cop of Mystery. But the other title that I think is more likely to succeed in the box offices is Paul Blart 3. Uh, ah, I can't even say the name of the movie. Paul Blart 3, Bigger, Badder, Blarder. <laughs> I feel like if we pitched this to Kevin James, we could get this made. I, I feel like any one of those could become a Paul Blart movie. But another question that was brought up on the podcast is who you would pick to recast if if the Paul Blart Cinematic Universe received a reboot. Who who would you choose as the as the Blart in the film? Who would be the actor? Uh, for me, personally, there were really two options. Uh, there is, of course, Gary Coleman, who uh, did end up actually becoming a, a mall cop in his later years and does make a cameo in the film. Uh, but really, I think I think we all know who would be the best choice, and that would be Danny DeVito. Okay. I, I don't know that he could legally ride a Segway. I, do not th- I don't know if he meets the height <laughs> requirements. Uh, Jessica, who who would you pick? Well, you came into my room and you told me your ideas, <laughs> and I I have to agree that they're very good. Um, could you could you say the two that you came up with first? Um, it was really a toss up for me, but I did eventually settle on one. But I I said either Melissa McCarthy or Leslie Jones. You know, just having a, a, a female reboot of the Blart. And as I was trying to think of a female, I... This is why I said Amy Poehler earlier. <laughs> I thought about Amy Poehler. I think it would be a very cringe movie, though. And if we had a Melissa, McCarth- M- Melissa McCarthy or Leslie Jones, that they would do the slapstick physicality that Kevin James does in this movie, which is kind of the M.O. for the Paul Blart series. So I think Amy Poehler would not be the route to go, but Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy or Leslie Jones would be the, would be very good uh, picks. Okay, well that, that concludes our, our brief review of the podcast. Again, if you want to listen to it, Till Death to Us Blart, it's, it's an experience. But, um... Uh, it's also not a censored podcast, so listen at your own risk. Yeah, you're not going to get the, the nice, clean comedy that you get here on Thoughts for Your Thoughts. So Nathan, remind us of what uh, the various links are for Thoughts for Your Thoughts, uh, how, how people can find us, how they can communicate us, can communicate with us, what, <laughs> what they can use <laughs> nobody, to follow Nobody can talk. Us here at 5 on 5 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Um, oh, wait, hold on. There is one more thing that I wanted to posit to you guys and to the listeners live, which is that uh, this is a Fortnite podcast, and what that means, <laughs> what that means is, <laughs> I can see Jessica's head shaking <laughs> in disapproval. What that means is, um, you know, it comes out every two weeks, 
Uh, we have it set up to the point where we record one week and the podcast comes out the following week. Uh, this is significant because that means that uh, at this time... Oh, no, wait, I did my math wrong. Okay, anyways, January 1st is Catter Day. And here's my suggestion to you guys. We watch the film and we record the podcast the same day. It comes out the same day. It's unedited. It's raw. It's our thoughts just unfiltered. And that comes out January 1st. We'll, we'll have to see if our co-host that we are planning on inviting will be able to do that. So okay. we'll, we'll see, people. All right. Mark your calendars, though. There will be a special Cats episode uh, regardless of when it comes out. Uh, as Ben asked, yes, we do have uh, several different methods that you can communicate with us. Uh, our Twitter and our Instagram are both at TFYT Podcast. You can email us at thoughtsforyourthoughts at gmail.com. As Ben mentioned earlier, this will be our last episode on SoundCloud, so if you haven't yet, uh, please switch over to uh, one of our uh, other avenues. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, basically anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, and we would love to know uh, where you're listening from, uh, how you're enjoying the podcast. Why you're listening so in the reach first out to place. Us. <laughs> why you're listening. If you don't know us, why are you continuing to listen to this in the first place? Um, I believe that is... Uh, I, I do uh, have one, one final nugget. I don't think I mentioned this yet, but I do have a, re a YouTube um, recommendation. Um, oh, okay. just Just to let you know, uh, if you want to watch something a little quirky, a little fun... Uh, if you go to Hunan Penguin on YouTube, uh, it's made by Candace Carizales, uh, formerly of SourceFed. Uh, she has a series that she has started called Digital Water Reviews. Uh, they, it's a lot of fun. She breaks down video games and movies and says why or why, why not their digital water is, is good. So... Just a little something extra for everyone that stayed on to the end. But I, th I think that'll wrap things up. So we will see everyone next time. Jess, you want to take us out? All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in once again to this little ragtag game of people that can't talk and don't know what to talk about either. We will catch you next time.